Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to Daily Dose of Donna. It is Monday, January 16th, 2023. This is actually my third time recording this episode. My third time. Why? Number one, tech issues. Number two, my son walked in because, you know, there's no school. It is Martin Luther King Day today. And there's no school. And I said, please don't interrupt. I'm recording a podcast. And he said, okay. And then four minutes later, can I get the Oculus? Like the, you know, the MetaQuest. I don't understand. What is this about kids? They just literally don't believe that anything we do is important. I'll never forget. It was month two of COVID and I was coaching a Facebook group, like a hundred people live video on Facebook. And my young son came in and he's now seven. So he was like five at the time, maybe four and a half. I don't even know. And he walks in and he goes, I'm going to poop on you. And I'm like, awesome. So that's how I am as a coach. And these were like in the early days of COVID when it was still very inappropriate to have your kids like walk in. You felt very uncomfortable. Now it's just annoying. Anyway, welcome back. I am so happy to be here. You guys, today, today on this lovely Monday, we're going to talk about a couple things. We're going to talk about the movie, The Menu. Okay. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to tell you about it. And then we're going to talk a little bit about money. So today's Money Menu Monday. Are you ready? Um, So, okay. The menu. I literally, I heard it was great. I heard the menu was great. Everyone said like, you got to see it. And I said, what is it about? And they were like, we can't tell you. You just have to see it. So I knew that there was like a little bit of a darkness. So the menu is a movie that's on HBO, HBO Max. Uh, Ralph Fine is Ray Fine, Ray Fine. He's the uh, star of it, and he is this incredible chef, and it's such like a very foodie-heavy movie. Like, this is a movie that if you're a foodie or you watch, you know, Chef's Table or anything like that, you're going to really appreciate it because it is so, like, exactly what you expect when you watch an episode of Chef's Table from those, like, restaurants that are very hard to get to, very hard to get in, and it's like an experience. And this movie was that. But, of course, it turned into... A nightmare dinner and I'm not like a horror film person it's not a horror film but there's definitely gore and there's definitely stuff that happens and it's kind of like it's a suspenseful mystery type movie and I watched this movie number one I don't know if you guys are like me I cannot handle I cannot handle gore blood murder injure pain I can't even watch when someone like falls and hurts their leg like I am so sensitive to um, to seeing stuff like that, scripted, unscripted, like any of it. I have to watch with my eyes closed and the entire time I close my eyes like this and I say like, Lance, what's happening? Tell me everything. Like what's happening? What's exactly happening? And he's like, just watch. And I, I can't. You just need to translate it to me. Like I need to visualize it in the way I want to visualize it, but I don't want to see it. You know what I mean? 
I think this goes back to the fact that, you know, I used to be an awful sleeper. I'm kind of an awful sleeper still, but I used to be an awful sleeper. And I would not be able to sleep if that, if I had like one of those images in my mind. And I'm also, I feel like I feel the pain. Like I can't handle it. You know, that pain that you get in your like belly. Oh, can't do it. Great movie. I love a movie like this. I'll tell you why. Such a simple concept that really, really like went all in. It was fun to watch. It was never boring. No scene is too long. It's just like it goes. It flows. It goes. It's a fun watch. And the entire time I was watching it, I was doing my favorite thing, which is organizing my closet. So I like had my clothes out. I was folding my clothes and watching. My favorite way to watch anything is by multitasking, doing something physical or with my hands and still being able to pay attention to the movie. Like every time I watch Yellowstone, in order not to fall asleep, I play a game on my phone called Zen Match. And it's like, it keeps me alive. It keeps me aware. It keeps me awake. But I can hear and watch the show completely because I'm not reading anything. I'm not trying to catch up on social or like on Twitter or whatever. Anyway, I don't know if you guys are like me in that way, but that that is literally the only way I can watch TV anymore. I can't watch just like laying and watching. My brain like goes elsewhere. I need to Maybe that's a problem, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it. Okay, speaking of problems, you know, I had a, a TikTok that I posted this morning about money mindset, and this is not going to get like all serious into money mindset, but it's really, really interesting is um, I feel a little bit like, you know, I was raised in a home that had a very, very... Uh, Well, I should say this. My grandfather is a, he was a Holocaust survivor and he was a very, very, you know, frugal man, had a lot of money that he made through his career and his life, but he was scared to spend it. And every day that I remember him, he would like sit and pour over his checkbook. He had one of those like giant checkbooks, you know, like with three checks because his business, and he would just like balance his checkbook all the time. And, you know, nothing was really digital at those times at all. He died in 2001 and it was very, um, you know, it was, it was all like on paper. He just had a lot of like papers. I remember, and he would go through and like, he was always convinced someone was taking something from him and he was very paranoid about money and thank God for him because he left us with like a lovely legacy by, um, purchasing a little real estate for, for the family, which is amazing. But, um, um, okay, hold on. But, but one, one thing that he did do was he instilled this kind of fear of spending money. I grew up always scared to spend always. I didn't have a lot of money as a kid. When we started to get older, my, my stepdad started to make a little bit more money and things got a little bit easier, but now it, it, it like, it took me a really long time to finally get into a place where I felt free spending money. And I want to just say this, if you're listening to this and maybe you feel like, oh my God, this is exactly me. There's a time in life where you really don't have the money to spend. And I've been there and I was just there recently where things are, you know, a little challenging and a little financially tight. And in times like that, like I get it completely. I understand completely how you know, when things are a little financially, a little bit of a struggle and you actually cannot spend the money. But then there's a lot of times where you do have the money and you choose not to spend it on something, right? Like here's an example. I have absolutely no issue whatsoever going to the stores and buying my kids like sweatpants and sweatshirts, like spending all my money on them. But then I don't have an easy time like buying 
like decent shampoo from like nice shampoo, like salon quality shampoo for me. I have no problem with spending money at F45 for me. And like I work out and I, I'll spend money at the yoga like yoga studio. Like I'll always spend money on my workouts. I cannot spend money on, you know, nice jeans. Like what's up with that, right? So it's really, really interesting where we choose to spend money. And it's not that I don't have the money. It's just I don't choose to spend it on that. So I, I just always find it like a very interesting take when it comes to money and spending money. But I want to remind you, I want to remind you that if you currently are in a position where you feel like you want to try something new, take the leap, take something like a new class or a course or hire someone or invest in something or take the trip or take, and you have this like nagging feeling at you. And then there's a part of you that's like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that. But then there's another part of you that's like, I need to do that. I want to do that. My question for you is, what's the worst thing that happens if you spend that money? And this is what's led me, led me to a place of being so much more free with spending money. And what happens is the more money I spend, believing it will come back, it does. It really does. So if I were you, I would just consider today as like my motivational 10 minute are here is like, spend the thing, spend the money on the thing. Now, if it's a stupid little, you know, nothing one time, not going to do anything for you. It's not the thing you should spend your money on. If it's an incredible vacation, if it's an insanely amazing person to work with, if it's a course or a community or something that you've been questioning and it's like nagging at you, I'm going to tell you, you should, because I did and I am. And every time I do, it works splurge on yourself a little bit. Live your life. Do what's best for you. And sometimes we save thinking that's what's best. And sometimes it's not. Now, this is not a, you know, a money podcast and I'm not in any way giving you financial advice. I'm just saying what's worked for me is sit with yourself and really like check in. Be like, is this really, is this really what I want to be doing? All right. That is that for today. Tomorrow we're getting back on our normal schedule. My kids will be back at school. Thank heavens. Um, a shout out for my other podcast show up on video. I had the incredible, the incredible Molly McPherson. She's a PR expert who's grown almost 200,000, um, members or followers on TikTok. She's insanely amazing. And she's on my other podcast. Thank you so much for being here day after day. I appreciate you guys. See you next time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. 
Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.